Hey, what's up guys? Glad you joined me for another video. Today we're gonna to be talking about Enneagram type four and we're asking the question, can fours be leaders? Yes, of course, fours can be leaders and they're gonna be um, unique and different and awesome leaders. And we're gonna to talk today about uh, what sets fours apart and uh, thank you guys that are fours that are watching this video and I'm doing my best to try to accurately convey the information as I understand it. Of course, it's an outsider's perspective. I'm a type seven, so I'm gonna see things from that viewpoint, I can't help it. But you guys that are fours, thank you for joining me for this video. I hope this is helpful in helping you understand a little bit more about yourself and how to be the most effective leader you can be. And for those of you guys that work with or live with fours, it may help you be more understanding and uh, more sympathetic and uh, more uh, a better companions for uh, for the four in your life. So of course, fours, you know, are by nature unique individuals. I mean, that is the definition. The title is individualist, and you guys that are fours understand this: that you feel things on a very deep level. Um, you are very sensitive to what's going on internally and you're picking up the cues of what's happening emotionally um, in the places that you live and the places that you occupy. So you're very attuned to what's going on emotionally, both internally and externally. And those subtle cues, you pick up on those things. You're not afraid of those deeper, darker emotions that a lot of us uh, run away from. You're, you're able to sit with those things and, and find meaning and even a sense of joy and happiness um, even though it, it may not be the traditional sense of happiness, you can find a sense of peace and calm in those turbulent emotions. Those things, those emotions reveal information to you that help you better understand uh, yourself and understand what's going on inside you. You desperately do seek connection with people in your life and you want to be understood for who you are. You want to be able to be authentic and to be true to yourself. And um, it frustrates you at times when people don't know how to take you or, or misunderstand you or, um, you know, say trite things to you like you're so overly sensitive or you're too emotional. Um, you desperately do want to be connected to people. In fact, that's what the basis of the four, of fourness is all about is a regaining of a sense or loss of connection, a sense of a loss of connection. So if you could put it in terms, you know, like this, um, for the four child, there's somewhere along the way that the four child gets the message that the connection they have with the people that are most important to them has been lost for some reason that is unexplainable to the four child. So, you know, the example that's given is you know, the four child is cruising along fine with mom and dad or mom or dad, and another child is born, you know, a second child is born that takes all the attention away, takes all the focus away, and there's this pain or of this loss of connection, and and the rest of your life is, is in a sense trying to regain that sense of connection. To be seen in in the suffering and in the in the hurt that that loss of connection causes, and so to th to say that fours you know just want to be miserable people out there and enjoy melancholy and enjoy misery, I think is a pretty um, you know naive understanding of fourness. Fours, I think, really do want that regain that sense of connection with people. So they go on a search, you know, of looking inside themselves to understand what it is 
that gives them worth and value. They are a worth and value type. And so they're seeking out what is it that makes them special, unique, and different, and sets them apart. So they're always comparing and contrasting themselves with with others, with each situation, and they can't help but bring that skill, really it's a skill, into um, art and design and uh, you know, seeing what, what sets one thing apart from another. They're always measuring themselves against their quote-unquote ideal standard. You know, the three wants to achieve the ideal standard. The four is always measuring everything against that ideal standard. And so fours can't help but see what's different, what's missing, what's lacking, what's, what's, uh, um, what sets someone or something apart. Uh, and that can be a great skill when you think about applying it to music or art or poetry or design because the four is going to do the same thing other people are doing but do them in a unique and different way. It's going to cause them to stand out and cause them to be noticed and um, often in a good way. And you guys that are fours know sometimes in a negative way because people may not know what to do. Uh, they may not know how to respond properly to you. Um, and they may, not, they may feel like you don't want to be connected with them when actually I really believe that you do want to be connected. You want to be connected. You want to be appreciated for your uniqueness and your unique way of looking at life. You want to be appreciated for your connection to your emotional core. And um, it hurts when you don't get that validation, when you don't get that appreciation, when you lose those connections. And sometimes fours sometimes test those connections in their own ways. They test those connections to see if, you know, if they're stable. And that's when, you know, uh, sometimes fours can be caught in a push-pull dynamic, you know, where they, they, push, they push in or they pull in, they push into a relationship. And when it starts to get, you know, too comfortable or they feel like they're not being fully understood or they feel like maybe that connection is being taken for granted or, there's a lot of probably things going on in the in the mind um, or in the heart of the four, but that that sense that maybe I must be more than just an employee here or just a family member here, and so the four sometimes will pull away from that relationship, not wanting to not wanting there to not be a connection, but just in a sense kind of testing that connection. All right, so um, let's get into um, um, kind of the uh, uh, a ten list, you know, a top ten list of what fours look like in leadership um, and oh well there was a couple things I wanted to say I, guys I've worked harder on the four video than any other video um, I mean I've got notes and pages and outlines and all kinds of you know page after page you know look like this I'm a student right so I'm always learning and more than any other type, you know, I'm, I, I really try to understand because I think that's what fours really want is they want to be understood. And so I'm trying, okay, I'm trying to understand as best I can. I know I'm not going to get it perfect. There's going to be things in videos like this you're going to hear and you go, well, that's not really me. Uh, I get that, but I, I'm trying to make an effort. I hope you appreciate that and, and can be a little bit understanding uh, if I don't get everything exactly maybe the way you, you would say it. Um, all right, so let's see. Uh, motivated to try to regain what's lost, four strive to prove themselves worthy or communicate their suffering or assert their specialness. They develop an adaptive strategy of engaging with feelings of loss and longing 
um, as a way of managing what happens in their connections and expressing themselves in unique ways or to invite connection. I think fours do invite connection. Um, and uh, with, with the right people, they're inviting connection. They're setting themselves out there and trying to connect with people over meaningful meaningful things. I think that's key is over meaningful information. Fours hate and disdain the mundane. Um, you guys don't get excited about talking about maybe you know mundane things like sports. You know, if you think that's a mundane thing, uh, sports, you know, weather, those trivial conversations just seem so trite and uh, fours want to connect uh, over real, true, authentic, deep, honest, um, important, meaningful um, expressions of, you know, themselves. That's what they want to, you know, uh, of yourself and themselves. They want to have, they don't want to waste time with with just, you know, pleasantries. They want to talk about important things, deep things, meaningful things, and they want to work for important, deep, meaningful things, not mundane things. The fours are not going to be content with, you know, just selling a product they don't believe in. Um, they want to work for something that, that connects to their values and expresses their values and is important to them and that they find meaning and purpose in. And who can argue with that? That's a good thing. That's a really good thing. I think too many people just go into careers because it'll make them money or it'll be prestigious or you know it's what it's what their family business is or somebody talked them into it and they didn't really know and so they just signed up for the classes they were assigned. That kind of stuff's never going to work with fours. Fours are, are not going to feel comfortable just going into a career because that's what mommy and daddy, you know, want them to do. Um, they they want to tap into you know what is their true calling and their vocation in life and what's important and meaningful to them and it may not always be the best paying job but it's something where they can express their authentic value and worth and what's important and that that's a good thing I think that's a really a good thing um, it's something that the three right next to you could pick up on and and maybe find a little bit of balance in. Um, and like the four, you know, you're going to find your balance in the three is that, well, it also has to pay bills. You know, it can't just be something that's meaningful to you, um, but it also has to, you also want to work to improve and and do the best you can and tap into that three value of, of set some goals and accomplish those goals. Okay, so um, we already talked about protecting yourself from a sense of abandonment. That's kind of in the four history or the four background. It may not be something that really happened to you, but it's kind of the message you pick up. I don't know that these childhood messages are something that actually happens to you. I think it's more like, it's just kind of like the, the default message you heard. Um, and, and for some reason, it could be that you moved, you know, there was a big move in your life when you were little, or you had to switch schools at an inappropriate time or an inopportune time or you know maybe there was a divorce in your family or a death in your family uh, a, a loss of connection you felt this sense you have this sense like this feeling of this loss of connection and that's going to create worth issues okay I mean it's going to create worth issues because why did the why did the person that's supposed to be connected to me abandon me why am I why don't I measure up why is there this loss of connection? What did I do or what could I have done differently? And so threes, four, twos, threes, and fours are all in that worth 
category, which is that sense of, you know, why do I matter? Why am I important? Uh, why am I alive? You know, what, why, wh who? <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied. My brain is going faster than my, my words can go. So that sense of, you know, what makes me valuable? What may, well, and so the two, you know, comes in with kindness and becomes the indispensable person in your life, the pleaser in your life that I know I'm valuable because I'm valuable, valuable personally to you. The three takes the more direct approach, you know, of look what I've accomplished. I'm the ideal standard. I do, I do and am what everybody ought to aspire to. And the four just takes a different approach and says, okay, well, it's not going to be through kindness and pleasing everybody and being indispensable to people. It's not going to be by accomplishing the ideal standard. It's going to be by, by, by developing some part of myself that makes me different, unique, and special in some way uh, and stands out for something that nobody else does. And I, I get it like this. Like if everybody's wearing all black, okay, we don't need another person wearing black. That's kind of the way Fours think, is what's the point if everybody's wearing all black and everybody has a black umbrella and a black coat and a black briefcase and black shoes, yeah, I could just wear black and do that, but then what would be the point in that? I'm not necessary. And when you're dealing with worth and dealing with value, if you just blend in and become one of the group, then then why, why, why are you here? You're not necessary. You're not important. Um, and... It's kind of like the two says, well, I'll be the person that gets you the black coat, the black shoes, and the black briefcase and gets all that ready for you, and now I'm necessary because I'm helping you get dressed and ready in your black outfit, right? And the three says, well, I'm going to have the shiniest black shoes, I'm going to have the, the, the most pressed ironed black coat, and it's going to say Versace on it. It's going to be, I'm going to be the best at wearing the black outfit and the black uniform, and I'm going to stand out because of that. And the four just looks at all that and says, what's wrong with pink? You know, why does everybody have to wear black? And so in standing out and setting yourself apart and being different, you create this sense of like, like, and now that's where I fit. And now if you were to take me out of the game, wouldn't you notice? Wouldn't you notice me? Wouldn't you notice me if I was out of the game and everybody went back to wearing black? I'm not going to wear just black coat and black pants. That's boring. That's that's mundane. It's 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 the uniform that you know that society puts on you. And why don't you ask yourself what you want to wear and what color you know communicates your expresses your you to the and so that's what fours are doing is they're tapping inward. Their their radar is up, looking inward, looking outward for for you know how things are different and how things are you know how things differ in comparison to the ideal standard but they're also looking inward for how do I express myself in an authentic way and how do I make connections with people and yet remain authentic okay so it's really it's really complicated in in some ways what's going on with fours and in other ways it's really simple you're dealing with worth you're dealing with worth and value um, and think it's kind of like the five there okay if you guys know anything about the wing right next to you the fives fives are a fear type and so they're kind of looking at the world like it's a scary place but if I master some niche of information I'll be safe and okay 
right? So if I just know everything there is to know about tr fixing transmissions in cars or uh, wiring electricity, and it's, it's concrete things often, or it can be uh, facts, you know, historical facts. If I become the expert of the Civil War, then I'll always have a job somewhere. That's the kind of thinking that fives have. If I become an expert in transmissions, then I'll always be needed and I'll be able to relate to the world through this information. So fives are creating a niche for themselves in terms of information or in, in terms of what they can produce. Fours are kind of in that same mindset like creating a niche in personality where they where they stand out and they set themselves apart like a niche though but it's like in their personality and so if everybody's wearing all black and everybody's you know got the sort of the stormtrooper you know they all look the same they're all marching along you know the the four sets themselves apart in some niche in the way they look maybe in the way they behave in the way they relate to the world in what they can uh in the way they see the world and in also in what they produce um and so in that sense they become needed and valuable because they're unlike everyone else and so it's not fear that's motivating so much as worth and value that's motivating but of course you're a person of worth whether you stand out or not or whether you ever understand yourself or not or whether other people understand you uh, or whether you're different or the same as everybody else you're you, you're you're a person of worth because you've been created in the image of god that's my bias you have unique value and intrinsic value you were valuable when you were born what did you accomplish how were you different when you were in, when you were wrapped up in the exact same you know uh uh, blanket as every other baby in the nursery in the hospital you have intrinsic value as a baby as a just a person just being a person um, whether you understood yourself or not and when you were five years old in kindergarten you had intrinsic value whether you colored inside the lines or outside the lines it really didn't matter you are a person of value whether you understand yourself or not, just by the fact that you have the DNA of God, you know, implanted on you, okay? The thumbprint of God, we might say. Okay, so the radar screen is, you know, tapping into your self-referencing people, uh, meaning that your attention goes immediately to your own inner experience rather than what other people need, like a two, who are always looking outward at others or threes who are looking out to what you know how to become the ideal standard fours are looking inward they're self-referencing um uh generally type fours see what's happening in terms of how they measure up or how it measures up to the ideal standard fours are attracted to the extraordinary and disdain the mundane okay now that can be problematic sometimes because you can kind of have like an, an overly idealistic view of the way things ought to be. Like the perfect romantic partner is the, is the cliche example, right? The perfect romantic partner who's going to come sweep you off your feet and speak in Italian and, you know, and it's going to just be this over-the-top experience. But reality is, you know, relationships are not often like that. But fours can easily kind of get caught up in that sort of romantic novel idealistic you know way of of thinking what's going to happen but 
chances are, you know, you get let down a lot, okay? Chances are that when, you, when you're idealistic like that, that there's a great deal of disappointment in your life because the reality of things don't often measure up to your overly idealistic um, idea, you know, version of the way things are. And since you disdain the mundane, a lot of guys out there or a lot of girls out there that you might date or end up with, you know, could be pretty mundane. And reality is, is when you're a volatile, I don't mean that in a negative way, but a volatile four, okay, who's got a lot going on internally, you know, there's a lot to process. I mean, realize, like, compare yourself with nines, for example. Nines, I mean, are at peace with the world, generally relatively calm they don't want to be moved and they don't want to move you and they just you know are just on cruise control most of the time and, and compare yourself with that right um you you could come across as a pretty volatile emotionally charged you know intense type person and i'm sure you've gotten labeled like that before in the past you might do well with somebody who is quote unquote mundane okay you might do well with somebody who who isn't, you know, all that um, emotionally charged, um, because it provides balance. Your relationship can be more balanced. So you might be looking for, you know, this idealistic type person. When in actuality, you might fit in very well in an environment or in a relationship that is quote-unquote mundane um, because it provides you the opportunity to really stand out you know to really be yourself and to really be unique think of it like this um, great art um, doesn't need a great frame okay you don't want the frame to distract the eye away from the canvas from the art and so oftentimes, you know, if you're the, if, if you think of yourself as a four, as like a great piece of art, you know, a meaningful, rich, deep piece of art, then sometimes you could be framed best by a job or by a, a in a relationship that is kind of a plain, mundane type of a frame because it lets you sort of stand, you're not in competition with the frame. Okay, I think you understand what I'm saying. You're not in competition with the frame. You can, you you can then balance. You know, find some balance in your life. So often I see like fours end up with nines, for example. Um, and I can see where if a four and a seven. I mean, I'm just speaking for myself. If a four and a seven got together, we might, we might out. We might be very competitive in our ability to like, you know, um, up the experience. You know. Um, okay, well, let's keep going here. Fours want to see and affirm, fours want the world to see and affir affirm their worth as unique individuals, but they often feel like misfits. Okay, I know, you often feel like a misfit. Um, they can be open and sensitive to the emotional level of things. They can feel devalued or undervalued, and they can feel like, you know, they're not appreciated, and they're often attracted to what is distant in their life or unavailable. Um, and that's kind of, if you think about it, it's kind of like a self-protective thing. If you're attracted to what's unavailable, you're attracted to the person that's unavailable or distant, you know, the Hollywood celebrity you're in love with that you're never going to end up with. It's kind of a self-protective thing if you look at it from a different perspective, is if you fear loss of con a loss of connection, right? 
then fall in love with those people that you could never really be connected with. That way you never have to experience the loss of being disconnected from them because you were never connected to them to begin with except in your mind. And so it's protective in that I'm going to fall in love with people I can never be with you know, because then I'll never have to experience the real pain. And sometimes fours, I think, can get deep in their emotions in order to avoid the, their emotions. Now let that, think about that for a second. Sometimes fours can go deep into their emotions. You guys are the deep sea divers of the emotions, right? I think fours can sometimes go deep into their emotions to avoid their emotions. You say that doesn't make any sense. There are maybe some emotions you don't want to experience that are really painful. Um, like the fear of not measuring up or the fear of a loss of connection. And so I think sometimes fours might go deep into other emotions that are their habit emotions or where they don't feel that same sense of pain. They might, it's not that these other emotions, you know, sadness and melancholy and all these things aren't painful, but but they can keep you away from the most painful emotions of the fear of disconnection or the fear that really you don't measure up or the fear that you don't have any worth or value. And so it's easier to feel sadness over some relationship or easier to feel sadness. It's more self-protecting to feel these other negative emotions than it is to feel the, the, the one or two negative emotions that you just you can't go there. I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's an idea. Maybe I'm way off. I don't know, but it's something for you to think about, isn't it? Something you're, you're thinking about it now. You're like, oh no, is that, is that what I'm doing? I think you can go into kind of like your default moods and emotions that you go into as maybe a way possibly of distracting yourself from some emotions that you just don't want to, to go to. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. So let's go through the list, okay? The list of the core characteristics of what a type four leader is like. How could you be a leader of an organization if you're this, you know, if you're a four? You can be, okay, you can be, absolutely. Um, fours highly value authentic expression. Number one, fours highly value authentic expression. They're very tuned into the question is what we are doing as a company or me as an employee, is it something we really care about? Is it something we're really passionate about? If we don't care about this, then why are we doing it? If we're not passionate about this, if this isn't really who we are, and so fours help an organization, you know, come back to, is what we're doing matter? Does it, does it matter? Is it meaning to it? Are we just selling soda water and sugar to kids, you know, to get rich? Or are we changing the world? How are we changing the world? How are we changing lives? How are we impacting the world? How are we making the world? Now that's a great value. And a lot of companies forget that. And some of them go out of business, you know, because they make it all about profits and they don't care about their employees and they don't really care about what they're doing to the environment. They don't care about what they're doing to communities. Fours, you know, they intuitively go, wait, whoa, stop, the presses. This isn't just about making money. This can't be just about making money. You know, this has got to, we're giving our lives to this. You know, let's give our lives to something with meaning. You know, how does what we're doing connect to meaning and the overall purpose of life? And that's a good thing for, every, I can see where fours could go as be consultants to companies 
and help them to get some core values you know down on the table what are your core values what is it you believe in what is it you want to see happen not just we want to make sweet soda fizzy water and make money you know but how how is what you're doing connected to changing lives you know and fours are gonna i think gonna be good at, at at processing those kind of changes for companies they want their their work to accurately reflect their values okay number two emotionally intuitive and empathetic so fours have a special gift gift for tapping in to the emotional level of what's occurring in themselves and in other people it's a special gift and sometimes it probably feels like a curse because you know where does that fit in the workplace you know i think fours can pick up on if there's rivals going on and if people are dissatisfied in companies and maybe that's a really good trait for some people you know to have in the workplace but um, I think, you know, sometimes um, it, it can it can maybe not be a may not feel like a blessing to be able to pick up on all that stuff. Um, but fours can pick up on what's happening around them emotionally with people. Uh, they're tuned in, we might say, to emotions. Number three, a desire to stand out as special, unique, and extraordinary. Well, what company isn't trying to figure that out? You know. When you, when you work for a company that's doing the same thing, like jeans, let's say you're a company that makes jeans, blue jeans. I go through the mall and, and I gotta ask myself, how many ways are there to sell blue jeans? And yet, you know, every company is marketing their jeans as unique and different and special. And it's like, yeah, but they're blue jeans. I think fours, you know, could really help a company set themselves apart to create a niche and think like that. Because a lot of companies probably don't, you know, a lot of people don't think like that. Like, well, how, how can we make our genes different, bold, unique, and make every kid want these, you know? And so fours are just naturally in tune to that kind of way of thinking is, we live in a world of blue jeans, but ours need to stand out for some reason, and this is gonna be the reason. And I think, you know, every CEO of a company would like to hear that pitch, you know, how their blue jeans can be different and unique and special and everybody would want these, you know, because when you buy these blue jeans, it gives back to some humanitarian aid, you know, and so you can wear that with pride and distinction that your jeans are making a difference for the disadvantaged around the world. You know, that's the kind of thinking that I think force could bring into the workplace. It's not, it's not just bottom lines. Although the CEO is probably going to hear it as a bottom line issue, but the four is going to want to, you know, let's do more than just sell blue jeans. Let's make a difference and an impact in the world. That's the way fours think. Okay. Um, you know, how can our product be especially beautiful and especially effective? And how can we outshine the competition? You know, beat them at their own game, outshine the competition fours pick up on that kind of stuff now again there's a dark side to that you know if you feel like you have to outshine the competition all the time you, you there's, there's there's envy right that's the sin of the four is envy but in a positive way it's like how can our product or how can our organization or how can our office you know be unique and different and special and stand out and and be productive of course and be productive because fours when they are productive and healthy they go to what one they stop living in all this emotional turmoil you know and and 
and how am I connected or disconnected? And they just get their list of junk done that has to get done. And fours are healthiest when they when they when they're working, when they're productive, when they're focused in on making their you know their products and and making a difference through productivity, through usefulness. Um, of course, fours go to two when they're unhealthy and they feel like the relationships have been broken and fractured and they've lost them and they they fear that. So they rush in and sort of like try to make amends and patch things up and, you know, keep things okay. And they can look like a two in their a bid to sort of like repair relationships. Okay, um, a, where are we at? One, two, three, four. Attentional bias to what's happening in relationships in terms of emotional connection. So in a sense, fours are always kind of tuned into the relationship channel, you know. Twos are very in touch with relationships. Fours are probably even more so in touch with relationships. They pay attention to the status of their connections with others, and they put a lot of energy into establishing and maintaining those meaningful relationships. And they will as long as those relationships allow them to be authentic and allow them to be themselves and not have to wear masks and be phony and fake and all that kind of thing. Okay, next, I think we're five. Moody and dramatic. I know that hurts. You don't want to hear that nonsense, but that's what that's what the list says. Moody and dramatic, unapologetically emotionally expressive. And again, that can get you into trouble sometimes because people don't always know what to do with that. You know, they want you to be happy and they want you to just make the phone calls, make the sales, get the junk done, and bringing all this deep emotional stuff into a work environment sometimes can be problematic. I'm sure as well as you may know. An emphasis on work that has meaning. Okay, so again, they you want to do a job that, that you perceive as being meaningful. Well, that's nothing wrong with that. That's what I do. I do a job that I believe is meaningful. I could get paid more doing something else, but I do what I do because I feel a calling to it. I do what I do because it provides me with a sense of purpose and meaning. And I think that's that's legitimate. That's a good that's a that's a good thing. Uh, just a couple of other thoughts, and then we'll wrap this video up. Um, and this is deep, so if you're, you fours like to go deep, you know, especially if you've got that five wing, you want to go deep, let's go deep. Fours think in terms of comparisons and relationships, how others will evaluate what they are producing and how they stack up against others. And they want to infuse the things they do with meaning and purpose. Um, Fours are deeply connected to their own inner life. They fantasize a lot about ideals and how things might work out and the way things might work out if those ideal scenarios could manifest themselves. And they often focus on the disparity between the ideal and the way things actually are. Um, and they think deeply about what goes on uh, among people and how to communicate with others and how to express you know themselves and who they think they are you know to other people and force can be insightful and intellectually creative um and especially when they balance that emotional sensitivity with clear objective thinking that's going to one clear objective list let's get this stuff done let's be practical when they can balance that deep emotional richness with that let's get things done you've got a really solid employee there right because it's not just the one who's frustrated and angry with people and you know can sometimes be pushy and stubborn but it's it could be a very sensitive productive person productive yes cuz you're in, you're going to one and you're getting your stuff done but sensitive to 
relationships and sensitive to connections and sensitive to being genuine and authentic with people. And so in that way, you know, who's more productive than type ones in terms of employees, right? You can go to one. Fours can go to one. And when they go to one, they do it, you know, while still keeping a sense of style. That's awesome. Okay. So finding that balance, right? If in health, finding that balance in health. Okay. Fours are more comfortable with emotions than any other type on the Enneagram, and they live in their emotions, their ups and downs, um, and they believe in the value of those emotions and what they're communicating to them and also the connections you know, that they have. They often have a wide range of feelings, and they can dwell in the darker feelings of melancholy and longing, that sense of longing, and... Um, shame and inadequacy and fear of abandonment and anxiety and anger and frustration but like I said before sometimes maybe you can avoid feelings maybe you're working really hard to avoid feelings by focusing on other feelings that are more comfortable to you or more familiar with you for instance you could take refuge in feelings of sadness and melancholy or a false happiness as a way of defending against the pain of shame Remember, you're a worth and shame type, or the fear of failure. So fours can, can kind of want to, excuse me, hang out, you know, in some emotions longer than others because those have become habits for you or you're more familiar with them or you're not afraid of them or they're more aligned with your perceived self-image, you know, kind of like the, the, the person that you th believe yourself to be. Or they could be more useful in protecting you against, you know, those really difficult emotions. Force especially attuned to the beauty that can be found in the pain and poet pain and the poetry of richness of their emotional experience. Okay. Um, and they also feel you also feel a deep experience of the other range of emotions like happiness, excitement, joy, and those things. Okay. Um, now remember there are three different types of fours and I'm gonna make a video soon on each of the types, the three different types of each type. Just to kind of give you a brief uh, second on that is there's kind of like the sunny four who's upbeat and happy and you know there's kind of the sad four um, who's more connected to their longings and their you know um, and and their frustrations and their hurt and then there's kind of the angry four though can look, look like an eight so we'll talk about those more in another video I hope this has been helpful to you I hope it's been encouraging to you. And I hope you learn to better understand yourself and communicate that self to others. And I, I hope and pray that, you know, that may the people you work with and the people you relate to be more understanding of you as you seek to understand yourself um, and that you be productive and useful and, and do what's important. Do what's important and do what matters and do what's valuable and be present to life. So what's that look like for a four? Well, fours cannot be present sometimes because they're caught up in their longings, their romantic longings, their ideals of the way things should be, the way things ought to be, the relationship you ought to have with your parents, the relationship you ought to have with your child, your grandchild, the relation that people ought to value your uniqueness and they don't. They ought to value what you bring to the table and they don't. And so you can miss being present to what is because of that deep longing for really the way things you wish things were. So we're in this together, guys. Um, 
I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next time.